And now, this week's edition of Big Face with your host, Samantha Jane Tilton. Hey guys, welcome to Big Face. I'm your host, Sammy Jane Tilton, and my guest today is Bryce Craver, actor, yoga teacher, awesome dude that I'm coming to know. And uh, <laughs> thanks for being here, man. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yay. I've been, we've been talking about this for a while. Definitely, definitely. Since so, the before times. It's the, since the before times, exactly. I know, remember I, last time I saw you, we, we met up at an audition yeah. like, randomly. And that's when I told you about the podcast. Yeah, it was like a modeling thing, right? Yeah, what the hell was that? It was so weird. <laughs> I started doing yoga poses like while they were taking pictures of me. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I do want to hear more about yoga stuff. So mm. you've mentioned it briefly before. So by the way, guys, so if you watch the other episodes of uh, – the acting class that I teach. Bryce is one of my students and a very, very talented dude, if you've seen his work. And uh, it's true. I like go on about you. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But uh, right. <laughs> yeah, so yoga, but yoga is a big piece of what you do. And I, we've never really talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, when I think of myself, <laughs> which I try, <laughs> which I try not to do too often. <laughs> but when I think about like the way that I identify as a person like the various categories that I fit into I think of myself very professionally as an actor but very like personally in my personal life as more of a yoga teacher interesting how so um I just like I mean I don't know how much we really want to get into it but during teacher training I had like the closest thing that I'll probably ever have to a religious experience. Like, I think that I had a pretty typical upbringing, like a loose relationship with Christianity. Mm. Um, and then you get to a point where you're a skeptic and you're like, oh, fuck all that stuff, you yeah. know? Like, it's all dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I kind of unexpectedly, I really just did teacher training because I wanted to be a yoga teacher. I wanted to know, like, how to conduct a class. But part of the curriculum is learning, like, the ancient holy texts, one of which being the Yoga Sutras and the other one being the Bhagavad Gita. And both of them, like, I connected with in ways that I never would have predicted. Like, it, it was the first time that religion was, um, had like a utility for me. Hmm. It, used, it used to just seem like kind of moral scolding, like things to do and not to do. Whereas yeah. this is more just like, here's a way to conduct yourself in the world. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yes. And and the just like, like a the, moral compass. Kind of, kind of, but even like almost avoiding morality, like just kind of ex hmm. accepting the world. Um, I try to avoid value judgments just in general. Hmm. I try to just like see a behavior and see like what led up to that behavior, and if it's like if it's harming someone, how do we like stop the leading up to rather than just punishing what the behavior is, yeah. like that kind of thing. That's a wonderful thing to be able to do as an actor. Yeah, a lot, totally. A lot of people aren't able to do that. They're, there's a lot of judgment and how they right. see characters and stuff. So that's a wonderful thing to be able to do as an actor, especially. Yeah, totally. And there are times when I find myself judging characters and then it's just like, oh, well, you haven't dug into it enough. You know, you don't yeah. understand it enough. You're always, I mean, you're always open-minded and you're always open to suggestion. And like, even when I give you direction, you, the way that you process it, like I see you, the wheels turn and without judgment, you just try and let it like work in and through you. For sure, for sure. So that, I mean, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I often think about how I became a yoga teacher like three years ago. I was going to ask when. Yeah. And shortly after that is when I got laid off and I was like, okay, it's now or never for everything, for yoga mm -hmm. teaching, for acting. It's like, I'm 38 years old. I'm in New York City. Yeah. Like, if anything, I'm going to have less opportunity in, in the future. So I might as well like go for it now. Mm -hmm. um, and early on starting out with acting, a lot of it is just like getting your ducks in a row. You know, it's like having a resume, having a reel, like having headshots, like and I think that, and part of me used to like be angry at myself for not getting all that stuff done 10 years ago. But I also think that if I had tried 10 years ago, I would have, my ego would have been so fragile mm. that, that through all the process of people telling me basically like, oh no, this is wrong. Like this thing that you think is great <laughs> is actually wrong for like these very simple reasons. Mm -hmm. I would have gone into like a defensive mode where it's like, well, what I thought was, and like, maybe you should have explained it better, and like, <laughs> shit like that. Whereas, like, a lot I, of that from people. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Zoom's the worst. <laughs> oh, is it a delay? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's harder to have a conversation, you know? Always. Yeah, yeah. Always. So, guys, yeah, I mean, you know what this is. This is quarantine. This is internet connections, unstable. So, if there's delayed or awkwardness, it's definitely not Bryce and I because we like, we rock on in our talks, so it's definitely just internet. So just bear with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just take that into account. Or if I step over his words or he steps over mine, we're usually pretty polite with one another. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. So, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, just to wrap it up quickly, as I don't think that I would have been able to um, look at criticism without ego the way that I am able to now uh, mm -hmm. after having done yoga teacher training. Wow. It's amazing, you know, I, I used to, for myself, when I first started acting, it was, everything was about acting. And I was like, very, very driven to do everything with regards to acting. And then like stuff happened in my life and it, I couldn't fully do that. There was other things to worry about in life and take care of. And I felt so bad about myself, like I'm not pursuing. And it's been over time that I've realized that every other thing that I was doing and that made me grow went right back to my acting. It wasn't just about getting all those ducks in a row. All those like inner ducks were getting in a row to bring. So it's a, it's a acting such an interesting process, right? Cause our product is our, our spirit and our, our emotional well-being. you know, it's all of that. Yeah. Our truth. Um, exactly. I, I was talking to a couple of friends, a buddy of mine runs a wine shop in the West Village, and he kind of got like impromptu interviewed um, by a local news station. And huh. they did like a pre-interview, which went great. And then they were like, okay, now just do that again. And he was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to, we just had a conversation. You know what I mean? Yes. So that kind of prompted him to ask me like what acting is. And is it mm -hmm. like, is it about being able to put something on immediately? And for me, it's about taking everything away. It's like, just like get those layers away and then just be like the you that you need to be at the moment. How have you come to, that's such a like, so for anybody that is not so familiar with acting or even just emotional work, like that's what is like, 
how do you explain that more? Like the getting away the layers and especially with regards to acting. Cause I, I have a comment on it, but I want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes when I think about performing a monologue, like even in the, in classes of yours that yeah. I've done, I get too complicated. Um, like you add on too many different things. It's like, okay, I'm this person. My relationship is this, yeah. this is my upbringing. And you just like, you're piling all these things on when all it really is, is like preparing yourself to be, to feel the same way that that person feels in the moment. It's, it's amazing because it, that's so well put. It's that simple, mm. which is, which is fascinating because like in some ways before I studied acting, I, in some ways I almost think I was better mm. because I didn't, I was never trained. So I didn't know, who am I talking to? What's my intention? What's my moment before? What catapults me into the scene? And then like, once I started learning all those things, that's all I could think about. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I want? The action. And then trying to like hallucinate and see the person's face because right. I had to know my partner. Right. Whereas at some point, yeah, it's great to learn that stuff. You need to have these things in mind to be an actor, but then sh stripping all that away and then just, yeah just being that person. Right. It sounds so much, it's so simple, but it's such a difficult process, I think, for an actor. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge, it's a balancing act, like a lot of different things in life, because you need that background, but you also just need like thing you've already got. Yeah, and I know, it's such a, for me, it's been such a process of trusting that, trusting mm -hmm. what I've already got. And like you said, you know, I think that's the same thing with growing as a person as well as in a character or an actor, it's like, instead of trying to like add on or fix or go to all these external things, it's like clearing it away, like clearing away all the ideas or the preconceived thing, just clearing all that. Mm -hmm. And then to just be, but that's like a lifelong process, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, the really optimistic part of me thinks that this virus situation is actually leading to a lot of that for a lot of different people. To be able to be? Well, More? to be able, yeah, the clearing away, the reprioritizing, like things that are actually important to you. I so hope so. Yeah, it would be nice. <laughs> it's a really strange thing. Like so, sometimes I'll go periods of time where I'm not so focused on the quarantine and what's happening because I'm just doing my thing or trying to stay present. But then sometimes like yesterday, I was like really, or two days ago, I was like crying, just like, mm -hmm what's happening? Like, what's, is it ever going to be? Are people going to be different? Is this going to change anything? Is this like, I just miss people. Sure. I miss life. It's casual it's, hugs. Like yeah. hugs where you don't have to ask for like three <laughs> kinds of cons Like, you sure? You sure? Sure. Do you want, here's where I've been last week. Like, here's my steps. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's a really, it's, it's, <laughs> I've only been around these people. These are their tests. These are, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know it's crazy. My have contact you, tracing. Right. Have you, have you been around people during this time? I have pretty limitedly. I have a buddy across the street. Um, so we'll go to like outdoor bars together. Uh, he's hung out here a couple times with a couple people, but I have like a decent sized apartment. Like, yeah. We're usually pretty conscious of being at least six feet away from each other. That's good. 
I have another friend down the street uh, who has a roof deck. So we've oh, hung out. Great. Oh my God, it's like. That's, that's a haven. Yeah, definitely. Wow, that's really nice. It makes me realize how much I miss just being outside in the sun. That's, that's what like, that's what I miss so much. Mm -hmm. Like I, and I was supposed to go camping a couple of weeks ago and you know this, I've been sick. So those of you guys, maybe if you watched another episode, if not, uh, <laughs> if you have, missing out. yeah, you miss it out, man. Missing this things like this guy. Yeah, I've had a fever for it's going on seven weeks now. Like today, it was one hundred and one point one. Oh my and, god! And some days, like I was getting short of breath earlier and like exhausted. Every day is different, but it's like um, I will say, like this gets me out of feeling that way. People are like my daddy. I even spoke to him earlier, and he's like. But when you watch, he's like, when I watch you, you seem like you're healthy and you're spunky. And, mm. and I'm like, it's amazing because that for me, being with like you, being with class, it gets me out of, I, I forget about how I'm actually even feeling because it's so good to be with you guys. You know, it's so for nice sure. to connect. Mm -hmm. It's, and so I, I was supposed to go camping and like that for me is like a haven. Um, I just want to be outside. <laughs> yeah. I have two trips, two more camping trips planned that I'm hoping will come through. Yeah, yeah. Coming mm -hmm. up, planned for sure, or? Yeah, booked. Mm -hmm. Booked, and uh, the doctor, I, guys, so anybody, if you're scared of me, if you do ever see me, I've tested negative for COVID three times and 0.0, .0 antibodies, but who the hell knows? Um, I'm glad you go out. I'm glad you, you see people safely. That's great. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to, I'd just like turn into a crazy person. I'd start ranting and raving. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have been doing a lot of crying. I have been crying a lot. Have you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is it, is it helpful? Yeah, it's, um, it's yet another thing. I mean, again, talking about the quarantine, it makes me feel almost like it's a forced meditation. <laughs> mm. Like you can't help but just like consider things in a more even way. Yes. There's nobody to bounce them off against. I know, and you and you do have a roommate who's hasn't been there, right? Yeah, my time. roommate's been in Saudi Arabia, where he's from, right? Uh, since February, so yeah. Is that? I know that's a good. Like, I love my space, right? But is yeah, it also yeah. is it also hard to not have another person at all with you, or is it you're pretty okay with it? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty okay with it. I've yeah. always been a person that's okay with extended periods of alone time. Um, but it would be nice just to have like another presence around every once in a while. Yeah. But that being said, like I've been able to use the living room a ton. Like I use it for workouts and stuff. I'm like always cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. So, so before we got on this call, so you, you made a, um, an hour long omelet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so I'm driving up to New Hampshire to visit my family this Friday. That's right. Um, and I like my, my grocery shopping has become very automatic. It's just like, I'm out of food. I'll go grocery shopping. Right. And I usually get a bunch of stuff, you know, for like a week or so. Yeah. But I forgot on Monday, I guess, that I was leaving on Friday. So I bought like, like all this crap. <laughs> yeah, so much produce. And I was just like, okay, I'll have bacon and eggs and I'll make a smoothie. And I was like, no, just make an omelet. Like, less <laughs> dishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all in one place. So what? I like, 
just chopped a bunch of vegetables and cooked those and poured some egg over it. It was like an omelet frittata hybrid kind of That's thing. okay. That's yeah. a lot of effort, man. I, I do <laughs> love omelets, but if you're going to make a really good one, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it does take some time, the chopping of the vegetables. Uh, sometimes I just don't have that in me. <laughs> no, for sure. I didn't, I don't think I did. I think if I consider it, I wouldn't have. Yes. But, yeah. It's again, can't clear it away. Don't think of anything. <laughs> Dive in, make an hour long omelet. I uh, seriously good for you now I, I kind of I don't even have eggs they all went bad um <laughs> so I want to ask you when when did you start acting I don't even know this about you so did you study it in school I, did you go to I, college I've never like Scott Powers acting classes are like the first acting classes I've ever taken actually. really yeah yeah um like in third grade I want to say I was in like a school play and then I don't think I did anything until college. And then for like the latter part of college, I did a sketch comedy show with a bunch of friends of mine. Yeah. Um, and then after college, there was another like five years where I did nothing. And then I started doing sketch comedy like around the city, just yeah. like live sketch comedy. Uh, friends of mine knew that I had acted before and had groups that needed actors. So I just started performing at the pit a bunch and yeah. That that's like the next place I took, I took improv classes at, um, at UCB, which mm. apparently I only learned during quarantine that they all shut down. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, it's happened in the last two months. It's very right. recent. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Cause that's a state. I just, I really couldn't believe it. I know. But, but that's actually, I didn't, um, while UCB was great. Uh, I think, you know how I feel like I, I hate like, a one set answer for everybody or a certain way to do something. It was um, very structured. Very. Yeah. And, and uh, formulaic like with that. It's like, and I like, I, I don't believe that there's a one size fits all. I do believe that that formula works and it makes sure. sense, but I sure. do believe that there are other things as well to explore. Mm -hmm. um, so I always wanted to go to the pit. So like before all this happened, I was wanting to go to the pit. So you liked it there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I never did improv there. Just, just, just sketch. sketch. Yeah, yeah. But there's just like, it's a lovely little community. And yeah. You go and you do your show, you hang out at the bar, you see a bunch of people that maybe you've done shows with in the past. And That's awesome. Just one of the million things that I miss. <laughs> I know. Yeah. When, when life goes back to normal, let's go, let's do something over there. Yeah, totally. You're, it's so funny because, so would you say, so, I'm, I'm switching gears, but would you say comedy, what's the thing you're most drawn to? Hmm. Hmm. I, I like, to me, comedy is something I can just kind of jump into. Yeah. Um, like the language is more mathematical to me, mm -hmm. uh, just as far as like beats and timing and things like that. Yeah. So I like that, but I, I really, I do like the very difficult emotional parts. I wouldn't want to do all of either, you know? Yeah. I feel like they're nice uh, additions to each other. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny because I'm just remembering that like when we first started working together in class and stuff that you had mentioned that, that you did sketch comedy. And I feel like all I ever assigned you was like very dark material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boyd Crowder. 
Dude, I got to yeah. say, you're Boyd Crowder. Um, mm. So last we, um, that was on what we worked on in class. Yeah, definitely. Twice. And then, yes, twice. And then was it, um, trying to think when we recorded it. Was it, did we work on it after that recording at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think it was, I think we did it once for the podcast. Yes. And then we did it once for class, like whatever the next class after yes. the podcast was. So yeah. if you guys did see uh, Bryce do the, uh, the piece that he chose from Justified, which was awesome. We recorded it for the podcast, which you already did a great job. But then you guys didn't even get to see, even just taking in the notes from that to the next class that we recorded. Dude, I watched it a few times. Oh, you, no way. And I hope it's okay. I even showed John. No, that's cool. I, I was so, not to be condescending, I was so proud of you and so impressed mm. with how, how far you came with that. Oh, and like you. you took, you took, you really do, you take direction so well. Oh, thanks, you, thanks. You take it in, you let it, you let it noodle around in there and you just go. Are you, um, are you hard on yourself? I used to be extremely hard on myself. Um, my last breakup forced me to start to get rid of that. Things serve a purpose in whatever way, even yeah, when you can't yeah. see it during the time. Right, right. Because it was like, after that breakup, it kind of came out of nowhere, not to like get too into the details, but no, I, didn't, okay. I, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Um, and I was really devastated by it. And I proceeded to just like abuse myself worse than I've ever abused myself. As far mm -hmm. as like language, you know? There yes, was no the way you speak to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, after teacher training, it got me to a point where I was like really putting a concerted effort into forgiving everybody, like every mm -hmm. human being, like ever. And the self-talk got me to a point where I was like, you would never talk to anybody this way. Like anybody, people anybody. that you disagreed with horribly, like people that you thought did horrible things, like yeah. you wouldn't, if they came to you and were hurting, you wouldn't talk to them this way. And that's what you're doing right now. It's such a huge awareness and then and then making those changes to change those the tapes and the way the language that I'll speak I, I identify with the way that I speak to myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And the way I treat myself. Like mm -hmm. I would always say to somebody like and it's so easy for me to to say to somebody else, like, you're, you're wonderful. Great. Yeah, ex exactly. Like you're wonderful. Like you're allowed to be human and mess up and you're you know, and and I feel it and I'm a hundred percent truthful but when it right. comes to me it's like sammy put the bat away like i'll mm -hmm. just hammer myself you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's such a it's a relearning of you know i think that to some degree i'll speak for myself this it's things that i've learned you definitely. know yeah and unlearning that definitely yeah my, my dad was a perfectionist still pretty much is and like i feel like i i picked up some negative self-talk from both of my parents and my dad, like, mistakes were, like, almost unforgivable. Like, he would get so angry when he would make mistakes. And that's, like, that's when how he I was would, for a while. When he, when, would he would, when he would make mistakes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I identify with my dad, mm -hmm. and when he watches this, 
Sorry, Dad. But it's true. Like, he'll mess something up. Like, when working on the computer, he's gotten way better in these last few years with the anger. But, like, he'd mess up something, type something wrong, print something wrong, and he'd be like, fuck, 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 you fucking idiot. You know, and he'd be screaming, cursing. And my brother and I would be like, Dad, chill. Like, it's not... And so I'll, I'll speak for myself, having a parent that is that hard of themselves mm-hmm. with that negative, I, I definitely absorbed. Yeah, because no matter how loving and positive they are, you're going to observe that behavior and soak it in. It's just yep. kids, kids know so much intuitive thing or so many intuitive things. That, yep. Yeah. Kids are, kids are so much smarter. Oh, yeah. Than we give them credit for. Yeah, they know what's going on. Kids are... I have such a respect for kids. I think they are like, I, I was always, I've, I've shared things with you like in class and stuff, but I was always like in trouble as a kid and judged and like, I got progress reports. I was always grounded, but really I was like acting out because things were happening and I was hurting, but nobody ever like tried to understand that. Right. Like, like you said earlier, you said, you know, instead of, um, if somebody's acting a certain way, try and understand what led them to that instead of being like, you know, condemning. Never do that again. Yeah, yeah exactly. And and the understanding of what got somebody to that is, um, I don't know, it's so important. Definitely. That compassion. And um, I mean, when we were growing up, I think about the difference between, I mean, obviously adults have an awareness that kids aren't quite capable of, but right. I think that it's mostly an experiential awareness. So it's like, we're learning about new psychological concepts and how to talk about things and how to deal with trauma yeah. at the same rate that like a 20 year old is also learning. So like me at 41 versus somebody at 20, we're kind of on the same level when it comes to that kind of stuff. The only difference is that I have a little bit more life experience can maybe offer a different perspective. Yeah. But I think, yeah, kids are learning the new stuff when we're learning the new stuff, so. It's so interesting. Yes. Yeah. It's really interesting. But like, it's so, it's fascinating that you started acting at a later time because the same, God, if I would have started when I was younger, I, oh my God, like I can't even imagine the, the mm-hmm. harshness because it's, it's, still a, it's still a process of not being harsh, you know, with myself sure. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that you've only studied, so how many years have you been? doing classes and stuff? I mean, doing classes, like I did, before I started taking classes with Scott, I took a thing called the Actors Project. Okay. And it, it wasn't fully classes, but you do get directed. Um, but other than, other than Scott, I've never taken an acting class. You're a talented dude, man. Oh, thank you, thank you. you I just you have really- a lot of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> it's really all it comes down to i think that's probably i always say uh when i refer to you like and i've wanted to have you on for so long i appreciate you so much and i I have since i met you and i feel like uh you and i get on so well and it's probably uh we're probably very similar then i think we both feel a lot of stuff sensitive Mm -hmm. can also have a good sense of humor about stuff yeah um like a doctor's sense of humor. Yes. Like, we're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I wanted to ask you. So you said you had shared this with me like a couple of 
like a couple of courses ago when we did, I remember we did a, anyway, we were on like a consult on the phone mm -hmm. and you had told me that you were writing, you had started writing a script. Mm. Have, have you been still writing that? Um, I've, I've given it a little bit of a break because okay. I, I think that I need to start over. I'm about halfway done, but I'm 180 pages in. <laughs> So I should have been done 70 pages ago, but I'm only halfway there. And I've just realized that I need to like, I need to cut a lot of stuff and I need to restructure it. I need to make sure that the structure is clear because I'm trying to deal with like four main characters. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Have you like brought anyone in for like with you to kind of look at it with a fresh eye, a fresh? Not, not yet. Um, it's definitely something that I'm open to, especially because I find it so terrifying. <laughs> because, yeah. I just want to say about Bryce and about you, mm. <laughs> Bryce and you, uh, <laughs> you, that's, you're, you're, you're really courageous when it comes to acting and like, if I say something, you're like, ah, you're like, yep, like throw it my way. Like you're very open to, to challenging yourself. And yeah. so like that, the very, you're very aware of yourself. Like, that that's terrifying and so and so you're like i'm open to that <laughs> right right it's like it means you should do it because it, that's exactly it it's going to expose you to outside criticism which may hurt you a little bit but it's yeah. going to make you better it's going to help improve your technique as long as it's from a safe like well-meaning person right sure i remember reading in the artist's way like she would say um i'm reading that now are you really yeah yeah no way is this your first yeah. time reading it yeah yeah so i've been doing pages for like a week and a half now and no yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. have you started like are have you started week one or are you still doing reading I, the book i'm i'm going to read after we're done here i'm going to read week two so yeah and so you've been doing week one yeah Definitely did all the questions, like wrote down all the things. Yeah. I, I'm so happy to hear that you're doing the artist way. So like if anybody hasn't heard of the artist way, um, even if you're not an artist or an actor mm -hmm. for any human being, it is life changing. And it just, I feel like for any human, it would help get you closer to being unblocked and closer to who you want to be in my mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. And I, so it's funny, cause I may ask you, um, how would you feel about having an accountability partner? Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah? definitely. Yeah, and, definitely. I, and you sound like you're doing it and you don't need accountability. I've never finished it. I've You've never done finished it. the artist's way? I did it. Oh. I did it, I think through like week nine. So it's a 12, guys, it's a 12 week course. Okay. And left to my own devices and that's resistance that's totally mm. resistance and i never fully maybe i even did week 10 i just never fully completed it mm. and i even there's another girl that uh works at, at woman sorry that works at actress connection and i i talked to her about doing it and she's like ah she was so like resistant and then we made a commitment to do it she like i think she finished it she was like nailing it and i was like I never read it. Like, <laughs> I need, like, I need accountability. I left my own devices. It's tough. I mean, so I'm only on week two. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to do week one. Yes. Um, why don't you do week one and then starting on Sunday, I'll text you 
every week. Just be like, how was week one? How's That's, week one going? Yeah. So are you start? When did you start week two? Uh, I was going to start it today, but I can okay. like, I'm, I'm, I already love like the pages are already such a big deal to me. Like it makes so much sense to just like clear your head every morning of stuff. I have to tell you, so th there's a part of, so the artist way, there's the morning pages, which is yeah. part of it. You write, you can read the book, but you write every morning. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna explain it. But I gotta say, I did that for like a couple of years, never missed a day. Mm. It changed my life. Yeah. It absolutely, and then I went to a retreat that was like uh, two weeks and we had to be up like at like, I think before six in the morning and it messed up my whole write my pages and you were with other people. It was like mm. a group setting. So you were on a schedule mm -hmm. and I never, I never fully got back to it. Gotcha. It's a routine thing. I don't know. It's hard. No, it's, yeah, it's one of those positive habits. You got to flex it like a muscle. Right? I'm yeah. so happy. I'm so happy you're doing that. It's yeah. such an amazing thing. I've been I trying. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go, go, go. I've been trying to just figure out. I've been reading books on creativity because I just, I have a hard time. But that's the thing is like, I don't have necessarily a problem yet generating ideas it's more like the perspiration yeah it's not the inspiration it's <laughs> so i've read a couple of books on creativity and they're just like oh if you don't have any ideas try these different exercises and it's like that's nice it's good to have like on yeah. the back burner but what i need to do is like sit down and work every day so the pages are helping a bit with that just like getting that routine that's it's so good. You know what I just realized? I think the reason that I stopped was perfectionism. I mm. think I like missed a morning or I like didn't do my date that week or whatever. And it was like all or nothing for me. I didn't do it perfect. So why am I doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such crap. I know, I know, it's I know. such crap. I know, I used to agonize like when I would write essays in college, I used to agonize over like sentence structure and words. And it took me so long to realize that it's more about finishing a thing than it is doing it perfectly. Cause then you can go back and like fix this and that, but if you never finish it. I know. And yeah. it's, and I don't know, I think as I said for myself, like for me, it helps to have support. It always does. Like that's why accountability, some people are great on their own and they get things done. They don't need anybody's help. But for me, I'm so good when I, um, accountable teamwork like uh, a friend of mine and I we're writing a web series and mm. uh, my boyfriend John is he's a comedian and so he's partly writing it and producing it also because he's a huge piece of it but it's so point being three sets of eyes going mm. back and forth seeing each other's redoing it saying this doesn't really work this and it's like but without any kind of ego about it, just being mm -hmm. honest and open because it's safe to, mm -hmm. is like, it's coming a ways. It's like, you know, it's right. just, I think collaboration is really great when you're. And any form of structure, like when I did teacher training, it was kind of like having a semester of grad school on top of a nine to five job. It was like, when I wasn't at work, I would come home and I would have to read and do exercises and then like, you know, Saturday was just yoga for like 12 hours. Like we got up, we had morning practice. Yeah, we did like posture clinics. Um, and I did 
really well. It wasn't fun or easy, you know, I was constantly working, but I had no problem getting things done just because there was that structure, because there were deadlines, you know? It's, you know, it's, it's funny because like rules and stuff and uh, can seem like they're, it used to be like this for certain things where I would like make things very structured for myself. It would, my cat's walking around <laughs> as usual. Um, and I'd be like, it would feel like such a, a loss that like now I can't just be free. But it turned out for me that the discipline, the structure actually gave me so much freedom. Mm. Because then I didn't have to feel like I wasn't doing, it just, it quieted the noise and it, I just felt better because I was doing. Right, right. You know, you know, it's funny, I'll just tell you. Uh, so you did a, a piece of, from Sopranos. You did oh, yeah. In class. And ever since you did that, I was like, I want to watch Sopranos. I've always wanted to watch it. I've only seen episodes oh. here and there. Dude, yeah. I'm in season four. Like, I'm killing it. Um, just like... Plowing, oh, I'm plowing through, through. Sopranos. I've yeah, been in yeah. bed sick. I'm just like Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because yeah, it's, it's so good. <laughs> I have so many good scenes that I've written down, and uh, uh -huh. there's actually one that is very comedic uh, that I was thinking about using for class on Monday. Mm. It's not a sitcom. It's obviously a drama, it's Sopranos, but it's a very funny scene. I think it might be interesting to see how the timing would be totally different. Than with totally. the sitcom. So, um, so yeah, that might happen. Nice. Thanks for doing Sopranos because you brought it to my world. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I love that show. Absolutely. I was just, the reason you were talking about structure and they were going to send like Anthony Jr. to military school. Right. And, like the guy saying how the structure changes their life. And I was like, it's true. Send mm. her to military school. <laughs> <laughs> Teach me some self-respect. Yeah, right, man? <laughs> so funny so yeah. so you're doing pretty well the crying yeah. and everything you're doing well yeah 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 like you notice instead of being like oh god i'm so sad and depressed it's just like there's some sadness happening right now just yeah like take a note take note of what's happening see what's going through your mind and then like try to move on are you, like does it feel like i'm just curious does it feel like anything specific when like right now when you're sad can you identify sometimes Sometimes. Um, and honestly, even when it's not, even when it's just something that comes out of nowhere, like sometimes a very sad just moment will just hit me. Yeah. While, while anything's happening, while I'm wiping down a counter or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe, were you asking like, is it a part of something that's going through your mind or is it just like a general feeling? Like, I don't know, like I feel like there are times before quarantine that mm. like I could just be sad and not know exactly why, mm. but a lot of times I have awareness. But during this time I found that I get, like you said, like even wiping down a counter, I could just get like extremely sad. And I, it's, it, sometimes it's just different than other sadness in my life. Yeah. During this time, it's strange. Mm. It's like in this weird encapsulate, I don't know, it's this weird thing. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, there are times when what our bodies are going through is going to affect us psychologically, you know, very directly. So yes. it's just like not getting enough sun, not seeing enough loved yeah. ones, like those things are just going to create deficiencies in your body. And that yeah. might express itself as a sadness, you know? 
I'm glad you're going to get to see your family. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's been so nice since Christmas. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How long are you going to go for? About, I'm going to be gone for a total of nine days. Okay. From the 17th, or no, from the 7th through the 16th. And I'll be hanging out with my parents for about six or seven days. And I'm going to go see a couple friends of mine who live up there. So nice. Yeah, yeah. Will you do class from there? You're going to still be in yeah. class on Monday? Definitely. Yay. Mm -hmm. um, I'll ask you another thing. Um, I'm just curious. Do you do, like, so with acting, are you, do you do more theater, film and television? Are you actively pursuing it? I'm curious. I don't know how to pursue theater right now. I just don't. Well, now, definitely, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, but even, even beforehand. I'm just, like, at a point in my career where I don't have really any kind of theater connections, so I wouldn't even know how to audition for theater. Right. Yeah, but I love, again, sketch comedy. Like, live sketch comedy is so fun. Live theater is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you repped? Do you have a rep representation? I, ha I have... <laughs> <laughs> I have an exclusive commercial agent, and I'm freelancing with a legit agent. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Have there still been things coming up during this time? Very occasionally. Yeah. Most, mostly voiceover. That's about it. Yeah. I, I was just saying the other day, it's like, uh, or yesterday I was saying, like production is apparently back on and mm. open. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of the, the phases that now production can happen. And I'm like, how is that? the case yeah. i still don't really understand how they would be shooting things right now like on set I don't, I don't understand it there would there has to be probably some very strict guidelines yeah only a certain number of people you know in a certain amount of space yeah it's freaking bizarre but so they can't they can't do huge production then like show like mm -hmm. network show yeah it's all I have I have a buddy who's a writer in LA and he's saying that they're talking about maybe starting production again in May of next year. May. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Oh man, it's crazy. Uh, let's meet up outside soon. Sure. Yeah. Go to a park or something. You're, uh, you're in the other borough that's far from me, right? Yeah. Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That freaking Brooklyn. <laughs> I told you when I used to date people from there, I was like, I was like, never again. We'd break up. I'd be like done with Brooklyn. <laughs> you might as well be Jersey. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so far from Queens. Uh, yeah. Where in Queens are you? Uh, I'm in Regal Park, which is like down the block from Forest Hills. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I've been to Forest Hills. I went and saw Interpol there one time. Really? Yeah. 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 It's a uh, Forest Hills. It's Literally, so my, I have a CT scan tomorrow and mm. I walk over there because it's down the block in Forest okay. Hills. Yeah, Forest Hills is so awesome. Yeah, it's charming. It's very charming, right? It's, uh, and Rigo, like right where I live, it's, there's like everything that you could ever need, but I love the little town of Forest Hills, like Austin mm. Street and stuff. It's really nice. Yeah, I'm a fan of Queens in general, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why don't you live in Queens? More people should live in Queens. Yeah, I'd have to take like 20 of my Brooklyn friends with me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It's just the proximity is so nice. Yes, I know. You build a life. It's like hard to, yeah, I know. Pick up and go, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. People are so important. So I want to ask you um, mm. if you know this portion of my show called A Feather in Your Cap. Oh. Um, and 
And so when I say a feather in your cap, I mean mm -hmm. either a success or an achievement, something maybe that you've learned that has been useful to you in your life or that may be useful to you? I mean, treat yourself like a friend in need when you're hurting. Mm. Pretend, the, pretend that your best friend is like, hey, I'm in pain and I need help. <laughs> That's such a, go ahead, I'm sorry. It's just like, it's one of the most important things I've ever learned. Wow, it's such a, like, I already know that we've spoken about it, but you said it so succinctly and just like, <laughs> boom. And it's like, I want to remember that yeah. more often. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm still, even with all the yoga and stuff, when people are like, love yourself, give yourself some self-love. I'm like, that's corny as shit. You I know? get like, yeah. which is my crap, not theirs. It's like, right. that's, that's me resisting loving myself. <laughs> right, 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 right. But it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be a big gushy love where you're all like hugs right. and kisses. It can just be like, I love you, man. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Way to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're doing all right. You're doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really great. I love that. Thank you. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'm glad. I'm really glad. See, I didn't even like, I knew I didn't even like have to prepare so much to talk to you because you're just... You're so easy to talk to, and I love when we get to talk. Oh, same. But you're like a talented bastard and a lovely person, and I'm just, I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy for you. Whatever got you to this point, and it sounds like a lot of work and a lot mm -hmm. of... Trial and error. Yeah, pursuing what works and what doesn't. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm glad you're here, and you are who you are. Oh, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be friends with you. Yeah, ditto, man. I'm so happy. I'm happy that you could join me here. And I, I mean, I don't have anything specific. Is there anything that like we didn't talk about or I should have asked you that I didn't? Because like I said, that happens. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think so. There was definitely nothing that I was like itching to talk about. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, like before we got on here, it's like not feeling so great, blah, blah. And the second I'm like talking to you, like a I, I completely forget. It's just really nice and present being with you, you know? Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm sure we'll have you on again. And cool. so guys, thank you for tuning in to Big Face. Thank you, Bryce, for being here. And Bryce, uh, I'll put your info with the episode where people can follow you and stuff. But tell us your info, um, sure. your social media or website, whatever. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I'm <laughs> at Perpetual Craver. I love that, by the way. Just Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was like a nice little moment of inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, and then I have a very bare bones website, BriceGraver.com. You can see some clips. You can uh, check out photos of me doing yoga. Nice. Yeah. Bare bones is, again, you did it. Yeah. I have the domain for my website. Mm -hmm. It's still a domain. Like I had, it's, <laughs> I had that for two years. That was me for two years. It's like, it's, it's a huge feat. So like, yeah, it's bare bones, but you have it. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's kind of all people are looking for, right? They're just right? like, you he's exist. got his shit together enough to have a website. I know. I swear. Every time I'm like, they have a website. I'm like, I should probably have a website done, you know, <laughs> just don't even a name, just something. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny, but it's never good enough. I don't have enough footage yet. I don't have enough, but it's, it's crap. 
it's all crap. doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So thank you so much again. Thank and you, Sammy. Thank you guys. Thank you for being here. So support us, keep this thing going. You can like rate, subscribe to big face, wherever you're listening or watching. And, uh, we love you and appreciate you and I love and appreciate you, man. Love you too. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thanks.